0: And it is the Threefold Chord Podcast. It's a podcast.
1: Guys, it is. And it's only the three of us again tonight. We're looking at an,
0: We're looking. an empty seat. Mm-hmm. The mic is unplugged. The, the hot mic. That's it's right. unplugged. There's yep. no guest. There's no guest. We're guestless. Is that a good thing?
1: We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> check, we'll check in 52 minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah. We'll see. The countdown's on.
1: Getting now. That's right.
0: You know, it yeah. was funny, we had a, it was, this is something that honestly, I think is so, so applicable to the world at large, but in particular, this country and our society, especially in the, the season that we're in yep. with the political nonsense and everything else. It's
2: just a wonderful talk- topic. And I really appreciate you uh, taking us from there. Yeah. So I guess it was probably a couple weeks ago, Angela sent me a text and it was an article Mm-hmm. And it was the 10 ways to stop taking everything so hard, or 10 ways to stop being offended. Yeah. Basically.
1: What do you think she was trying to tell you when she sent you this? Well, I have my suspicions.
2: (laughs) I think that she meant for me to have it. Right. (laughs) And probably read it. It wasn't by accident. And maybe apply it. Yeah. (laughs) Make it applicable.
1: Apply it to our everyday lives. Apply it to our everyday lives. Lives. That's one of my favorite prayer sayings in a public prayer, by the yep. way. Mm-hmm. One day we'll do a, I think, <laughs> things that people often say in yep. prayers that we love. Take what
2: is done here today and apply it to our everyday lives. lives. Yeah, that's one yeah. of my favorites.
1: And God, guard, and direct us. Yes. You that's know what, the one. one
2: that gets me is, is that I remember hearing that I like, is um, bless the food to the nourishment of our bodies yeah. Yeah. and yeah. us into your service.
1: Right. That's right. I've used that one. Quite
2: a bit. I've heard it and I've used it. Yeah. And my father in law uses it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was probably more used when people weren't getting much nourishment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's, if it's as. Big. There's plenty to
0: eat now. We gotta, yeah. Yeah. You got a niff. You have only yourself to blame if you're still hungry.
1: That's a good point. That's right. Yeah.
2: So the article kind of starts out with a test, and this is the kind of gauge whether or not you're easily offended so it goes like this do you explode in fits of anger over little things short fuse short Short fuse fuse. yeah do others say you make mountains out of molehills sorry honey
1: that that's something that you don't want said about you
2: you don't right you don't want to make a mountain
0: out of molehill you really don't right I step on mole hills and, and stuff when they're in our yard. It's just, you don't want to be a mole in our yard. We got two black labs and then my Yeah, the heel. dogs
1: will dig them up. Yeah, that's yeah.
2: right. Done with the moles. I don't like the moles. But don't make the mountain. That's right. Don't make a
1: mole that's hill right. into a mountain. Yeah. You know what? You get worse. You know, people who um, have lots of moles, you know what their favorite hymn is? Moly, moly, moly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just us tonight, folks. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <clears throat> So, all right.
2: Do you frequently take things the wrong way? It depends on who's asking. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Do
1: others feel they have to walk on eggshells around you? How are you all doing on this test so far? Okay. So, I know there's one more question, yes, but are, uh, we, are you acing it right now? Or are you? It depends
2: on what you mean by acing. Okay. <laughs> this
1: is a is pass, this like fail. golf where you get a low score is the best? Pass or, fail? No. Yeah.
2: Okay. Are so, you
1: auditing this course?
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm taking it. Do others consider you quote
1: high maintenance? Mm. You remember? You remember they always used to say you don't want to date a high maintenance girl. Yeah, it's one right. of those things. Careful what car you
0: buy. If you got to put premium gas in it, mm-hmm. y- you may not want to drive that long term. And just that you know Mercedes mentality, so to speak.
2: Yeah, okay. I agree. As it relates to being easily offended, I think it's somebody who. You have to walk on eggshells around who you have to worry about what they're going to say, how they're yep. going to react. Yep. So then in regard to that, I think that's the that's the high maintenance aspect. So mm-hmm. I
1: wow. Well, before we even go yeah. any further, I look at this list and I think if we are if we're true Christians mm-hmm. and we're living the way God wants us to, it, some of this shouldn't be a problem for us. I mean, right. I know we all have our are times that we can kind of lose it, but mm-hmm. in general, um, you know, this this should be something that is not easy for us. But I don't think people should necessarily think this about us. No, and a lot of times in this country, and again,
0: we all grew up here, so we can't speak for what's happening in Afghanistan, but we can speak for what's happening here in the United States to sure. a large degree. People feel like they have a right to
2: be f- offended. And a right to be angry, no, you don't yeah. yeah, no, I think that's true and and I think it says here the article says goes on to say if if you are not practicing these things, or if you are if you do not score well on this <laughs> test, then your hypersensitivity is robbing you of happiness
1: mm.
2: so you know when i kind of when I kind of think of that robbing you of happiness. Yeah. So the fact that you let things bother you to that point, you make mountains out of molehills, you're easily
1: offended, you are not a happy person. You can't enjoy, going back to last week, what Bonnie Johnson said at the end of the podcast, which was just enjoy every day for the positive things. Just, just Just the little things that can bring you happiness. But like you said, if you're... If you're this kind of person, you can't even enjoy the little stuff.
2: That's right. Such a great point, Mark.
1: Thanks, Brett.
0: It is a great point, And I think, you know, really you can start with if you're an angry person,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: might be easily offended. That's right.
2: And we'll see kind of that common theme throughout this. I think this is a problem for a lot of people. I think it's something yeah. that I've struggled with. I don't mind admitting mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry, my wife me. obviously thinks that
1: <laughs> it's something I, I need to work on. Brett's copy of this is all highlighted. There's it's, notes on there's it. There's notes yeah. all over <laughs> he it. He actually getting laminated copies as
2: well to take home. So well, when you, <laughs> you come to the building, you that. can laminate it too yeah. so that you can't, you know. Cricket machine. That's right. Get the cricket.
1: All right. Number one. Let's get into it.
2: So this is 10 ways to stop taking everything so hard or stop being offended. Number one, talk yourself out of being offended.
1: Mm.
2: what do you guys think a little self-talk
0: yeah the self-talk is critical i read a book years ago that uh helped me immensely in life it was called the inner game of tennis by timothy galway and the, the foundational component with that and it help you in all aspects of mm-hmm. life but with regards to the self-talk that's the the big point of that book is we have two selves two voices so to speak in our head and there's a voice that's overly critical and judgmental and then there's another voice that accepts situations as they are and makes objective decisions about what to do and so many times the voice that Mm -hmm. is overly critical and judgmental and angry is the voice that we tend to feed most Mm -hmm. of the time and if we're doing that then you open yourself up to uh, being easily offended right
1: yeah well you know you have to sort of You can step back for a second and say, is this really something that I should be getting upset about? Mm -hmm. I mean, is is it worth, what's the outcome going to be if I get super upset about this? For instance, earlier today, there was a situation that I was hearing about, and the person said, this whole thing is such a debacle. And I was like, is it really a debacle? (laughs) I mean, we're talking about baseball uniforms for 13-year-old kids. It like. In the whole scheme of things, is it really debacle? Yeah, like we shouldn't get upset about this. Which I love that word, by the way. I, I do too. It's a great word. It's such a debacle. But I, you know, I think you step back and you say, what, what is the, what's the, what's the person's intent for coming to me with that's right this situation, and is it really something that I should get this upset about?
2: I totally agree. And I think you know when you kind of think of. Um, it's it's all about how we process something. Mm-hmm. So if we allow ourselves to process it in a way that we become offended, that's on us. Yep. You know. So this is basically saying use the inner voice, like Jason was saying, to talk yourself out of being offended. Don't don't allow yourself to be offended, no matter what. No matter what someone's saying, because ultimately they're just words. Doesn't matter who they're voting for what their opinion is on something because ultimately it's just an opinion. It's just words yeah. and we have to choose,
1: mm-hmm.
2: make a choice to be offended or not. Right.
0: And it could be said to, you know, if you say, you know what, I'm going to challenge myself to embrace another individual that has an opinion, even if it's polar opposite than mine to say, you know what, let me just step back. And just say, wow, let me look at it from their perspective. Here is someone who truly does have a different interpretation mm-hmm. about whatever it is and accept that and embrace it and go, Yeah, not everyone thinks like I do. It's okay. Yeah. That's right. We can still be friends. That's right. We can.
1: There's a little saying, I don't know if you guys remember it, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I remember that. Yeah. That's a good thing. That can apply here. It does apply.
0: Absolutely- it can, and we can qualify that because there may be something later on this. I mean, words do hurt, yeah.
2: but to your point here, it, it's just someone's other opinion. Relax. If you, if you allow yourself to be offended, it's going to turn into yep. a complete debacle. Yep. <laughs> All right, number two, put yourself in the, quote, offender's shoes. Mm. So there's a saying, right? Walk a mile in, in someone else's moccasins. Uh, maybe a Native American saying.
1: That's right.
2: Just kind of see what they're going through see what perspective they're bringing
1: mm-hmm. this
2: from, maybe understanding that a little bit better. Right, yeah. Maybe will relate to your ability to not be offended.
1: I don't think it's ever a bad thing to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Mm-hmm. And just to, just to maybe come at things with a little bit more understanding to say, I could learn from this. They have a different perspective from me, and that's right. um, And that's okay, Mm -hmm. unless it's going to hurt me or you know hurt those around me. Just to listen to it and try to you know maybe figure out what their motive is for saying these things to you.
0: No, I was just going to say, you know, in terms of that perspective, that's an active choice. If you say we're observing something on a table, two different people. For me to say, you know what? Let me get up and look at it from your vantage point. But that is an active decision on my point to say, I'm going to get up from my position and go around Mm -hmm. and look at it from your vantage point. I know that we talk about perspective is reality, but they're seeing something you're not. That's right. It may be something that you've overlooked. It may be worth seeing. You may get there and go, well, now I know they're really off base, but you still don't have to blow up at that. But that is incredible to be able to Humble
2: yourself to that point. And I think I've got a good analogy for this, guys. All right. Okay, imagine this. Okay. Jason loves cats. Mm. Marky, you hate cats. Right. You're not a big fan of cats. You say, I don't like cats. and Jason says, that's so dumb, bro. Cats are awesome. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't know that a cat tried to claw your eyeballs out.
1: That's right. Yeah. yeah, there may be a story behind you gotta why. Know, you got to know the story. You, you got to know, know the, the
0: whole story. What's the story. story? What's the perspective? Why See are from
1: they? Their angle. Keep <laughs> going. Keep going.
2: Yeah, yeah right. Right. go ahead. Oh. No, I'm buttons. This is your show. Today. It's one, one of my favorite lines from The Office. Forgive why me. Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, folks. We're all alone tonight. I
0: right? love it. how he pronounced the folks too. Can I pause here just for one Press second? Yes, yeah, do it. Last week when you broke in, when we you know we talked about it and you dropped the German stuff too, he was right. I went back and listened to that. Yeah, we totally blew that off. We thank did. you for doing that to our German listener. We flew right for by him. that. I did yeah. it for the. Yeah,
1: that was good. So, so just a
0: late that. acknowledgement. Good well, work. That you. was great.
1: Thank yeah, it was. All. Appreciate that. All right. I, I've got something I need to fix from last week's podcast well, so let's do it. as well. Let's, let's do it right. It'll We're be quick. It. Let's yeah. make it right. I don't want to mislead anyone when I was talking about the voice parts and my music, the music stuff that I was talking about. I actually said the alto sings the melody part, which is completely wrong. You know, I thought it was. It made yeah. me sound like I had no <laughs> clue what I was talking about, and I just wanted to clear that up. It's, it's cleared up. I, I didn't notice that. I know nothing about music. When I heard okay. myself say that, I ran my car into a tree. Okay. Yeah. I'm it's getting okay. repaired. All right. So clarified. Yeah. Yep. Thank you for that. You're welcome.
2: Number three, assume a benevolent motive. So this is, again, speaking to the person who may offend you. Assume that they have yeah. a benevolent
0: motive. And I know there's people out there right now that are that are breaking down the assume word you know and Mm -hmm. we and we never do that. No. Don't don't hang there too long here. Give someone the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. that says, you know what? This person may not actually be trying to dig me right now. They may honestly and authentically be expressing what they believe in Mm -hmm. with no
2: ill intent towards me. Yeah, or just say, I'm going to assume a pure motive here, a benevolent motive. I'm going to just assume it. Whether yeah you're saying i stink or whatever yeah you know thank you for that
0: just say thank you
1: <laughs>
2: you
0: can thank figure you out have another you can figure out when someone's being mean to you
1: yeah well i think especially when it comes to dealing with your brothers and sisters uh, you've got to assume a good heart first you should absolutely yeah and if you if you start there then you can sort of figure out if if, if what they're saying to you is um, you know, unkind or not, but if you if you start with a good heart, then mm-hmm. that's 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 the place to start. Or maybe maybe
2: they've, you know, you're misinterpreting what they've said. Maybe mm-hmm. they were clumsy in their words,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, or or uh, or maybe they said the wrong thing, meaning to say something else. Right. But like you said, to your point, Mark, is that we should assume a noble heart. Yeah. And I'm reminded a little bit just of
0: Proverbs 16:2. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirit. And so when we trust the Lord to say, you know what, mm-hmm. Lord, you know them better than they do. I'm going to
2: trust you in this. They may be justified in where they're coming from, but we'll, that's right. we'll just see where this And when goes. you think about this one, that's a great point. And when you think about this, you know, assuming a benevolent move, how many times, or I can speak for myself, how many times have I gone to someone and said, you know, I really didn't mean to come across that way. Yeah. You know, my intent was something totally different than mm-hmm. what was actually relayed to you, and mm-hmm. so I owe you an apology. Yep, I've done that a couple two three I times. Had to do yes, I've had to do that too. You, Chip? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe once. <laughs> I mean, amen. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> All right, number four. We're, we're cranking through this. Man. We are.
1: I, con- I love this list so far. I, I was really concerned
2: good. we
0: weren't going to be able to get through We're almost halfway through already, so we're, we're great. We're good.
1: Yeah.
2: Number four, practice detachment. This one's deep, fellas. Uh, yeah. Y'all are going to have to help me on this one. So there's a quote by a famous president named Abraham Lincoln.
1: The honest one.
2: Honest Honest Dave. He said, we should be too big to take offense and too noble to give it. So too big to take offense, too noble to give offense. I think he probably, for the most part, practiced what he's he taught. He taught, I just said teach. You did. What he taught. <laughs> and he was a politician.
0: He was a Republican as well.
2: So... <laughs> So for a politician to say something like that is big, especially now, you know, I think this, this is saying that too often mm-hmm. we tie our self-worth to our opinion or someone else's opinion. Mm-hmm. So we're not able to detach. And I kind of think of that spirit coming out of us, you know, that detachment from the situation. Yeah, for me, I, I kind of think uh, the word
0: that comes to mind for me here is untethered. That's right. You know, Three. so I'm not, I'm not stuck to it, and I'm not defined. My opinion or someone else's opinions really don't define who they are in terms of their identity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you're allowed to have an opinion. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't necessarily. And and maybe you know, over the course of time, we go, oh well,
1: you know, it does define who you are. But mm-hmm. be willing to. Detach, untether yourself. And I think we need to be okay if someone changes their opinion on something. Yeah. You know, for years they were they were one way, mm-hmm. but oftentimes when you get more information, mm-hmm. uh, you've lived you li- you've lived more life, you've you know you've experienced things, mm-hmm. your opinions about some stuff has changed. I know that when I was a young kid, some of the things that we really looked down on growing up. Um, some things have changed, you know, as time has gone on, um, some opinions have changed, and I think that that's okay. Yep. Um, and as long as the, you know, it, it doesn't hurt you or really offend you in some way, mm-hmm. you know, changing opinions, that's okay.
2: That's right. You know, for a long time, I was unable to detach myself from certain certain opinions or thoughts on something, and so... And, and your point, Mark, in changing, when I was in elementary school, middle school, high school, and you know we, the holidays would come up,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you'd see all these families that were getting ready to celebrate Jesus' birth,
1: right, <laughs> on mm-hmm. Christmas, mm-hmm.
2: and I thought it was the worst thing in the world, yeah, that they would celebrate Jesus' birth on Christmas. And then
1: that offended you.
2: It offended me. Wait, was Jesus not born on Christmas? <laughs> I don't know that he was. Okay. But then someone said to me, Is that the right attitude to have? Mm-hmm. And isn't it wonderful that they're celebrating the birth of our Savior?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, I don't agree with Santa Claus marching in the church building and handing out presents. <laughs> like my grandfather told me in his childhood church actually happened. But then I married a woman who has a nativity scene. Mm-hmm. We put a nativity scene up okay. during Christmas. That scene actually and we, happened to some degree in real life. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily that day, but sure. it did occur. And we read the story of the birth of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great story. Now, we celebrate the Lord every week. Mm-hmm. And we certainly, the gift of eternal life, Yep. We celebrate every Sunday. But, you know, I kind of think about that to your point, and this it blends perfectly into number five, um, which is learn humility. But to end number mm. four, let's understand what an opinion is and be able to detach from it and not tie our self-worth to that, yep. to that opinion. Just let go, folks. Just let go. Let it
0: go. <laughs> Just let it go.
2: That's right. You'll be fine. That's right. All right. <laughs> so good. You're going to love this one, number five. Learn humility. Yeah. Yeah. Learn humility. A well-known religious leader once said that whenever he hears that he has offended someone, his first response is to stop and think if in fact he may have said or done something that could have given the impression of an offense. That in and of itself is
1: practicing Humility. Yeah. I just think when it comes to humility, um, your focus just has to be on everything else. Every, everyone everyone around you. And you think of yourself last. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you have this attitude, the rest of the, this, this list is going to fall in line, in my opinion. If you start there, if you start with a humble heart, when it comes to any situation, you're going to be so much less offended than you are if you just come in like raring to go and thinking you're the most important person in the room and that your opinion matters the most. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so if if you start there, it's going to be so much better. Now, can you learn humility? Is that is that something that you can... I hope so. I think so. I need, I, I need to learn more of it. I need something I yeah. have to practice. It's It's... It's a tough thing because everyone loves to be, you know, praised and told how good they are and you know the attention and it's so it, it's tough to have this attitude. It is. And what is
2: our reaction when someone comes to us and says, "You really offended me with what you said." Is our first reaction, "No, I didn't, bro." <laughs> I didn't say anything <laughs> offensive. <laughs> Nothing at all. Yeah. Nothing at all. Yeah. Nothing at all. What's yeah. our reaction? The humble reaction is, "Oh my goodness, let me think about what I said." My first reaction, and I've learned this because I'm a very imperfect husband and person, is to just say, "I'm sorry."
1: Right? right, the right. Bat. Yeah. Hey. Whatever I did, <laughs> I really
2: am sorry. And I think you something you've talked about is going ahead and saying sorry in in, yeah.
1: in advance. In advance. I,
2: uh, I'm sorry, honey. Yeah. I apologize for.
0: Things I haven't done yet. Just get it out there. That's right. And it's humility that lets you do that. And it's truly the strong person that that is able to humble themselves. That is where the great strength. You see that strength mm-hmm. when someone is willing to learn, cultivate, become humble over time. You know, it's not natural.
2: Yeah, it's not. That's a great. It's point. not
0: natural. We want accolades, and it's there's nothing wrong with being congratulated or getting an attaboy. But when you wake up in the morning and you think, you know what, I'm going to consider other people more important and greater than myself, it's a good place to start.
1: Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to apologize when, you're, when you don't have humility. That's a great point. Uh, it's When you've done something to offend somebody or you know that you're in the wrong, but you can't apologize to them,
2: that's right, and you know you recognize a humble person, and they have a bigger impact on you. So when someone who is a very humble person comes to you and says something, you listen. When someone who's arrogant, completely the opposite of yeah. of humble, you tend to not listen to those people. Right, they don't have quite the impact on you as someone who is like you're saying practicing humility. And you look at you know our examples and and specifically, obviously Jesus, someone who. Could snap his fingers and you'd turn to dust mm-hmm. but chose not to right chose yeah. to be the
1: epitome of humility yeah on earth How offended could he have been at his trial mm-hmm. when they're spitting at him and hitting him and and uh, you know ripping his clothes and how I mean all of us mm-hmm. would lose we'd lose our minds, yeah. And he just stood there. That's right. He didn't say anything. Yeah. He and said like, the Sermon on the Mount, turn the
2: other cheek, and then he said, this is how you do it.
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: I'm going to show you. Stay humble, my friends. <laughs> Number six. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. Seis. 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 Yes.
1: <laughs> si. Si. We <si. laughs> oui.
2: Mark, this one reminds me of you. I don't want to tell you that before we read it. How to be a jerk. No, sir. Oh. Love truth (laughs) more than being right. You're someone, and this is to your credit, Mm. and I'd like to compliment you for a minute. I've known you for a long time. Mm -hmm. I've never known you as someone in my interactions with you that has to be right. You're usually, and in this you know, speaks to you and, your, and who you are, you're usually the first person to back away and not worry about being right. <laughs> you know, you're usually the first person to kind of put your hands on and go, I'm going to step back here yeah. <laughs> and see where this goes. Stepping back, folks.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's because I necessarily, I mean, I do love the truth, but I'm just non-confrontational. I, you know, I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable or yeah. upset or... Um, so I try to come at it from a truthful perspective and, you know, but no, I'm, I'm not, um, it's not my goal in life to be right about everything. Now, don't tell my children that I want to be right when it comes to.
2: Well, that's a, Ooh, that's (laughs) tricky. Yeah.
1: That's tricky. They're not listening. Are they? Uh, when I force them to. Okay.
2: (laughs) That's tricky though. I mean, that's a different kind of, uh, Paradox. Mm. Is that the right word to use there? I don't know. Okay. I'm Sorry, not folks, we're tonight. alone tonight.
0: We are alone. It says somewhere in Scripture, the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. Yes. Yeah. I, I saw a bumper sticker a few weeks ago, and it simply said, I miss the truth. Mm-hmm. And when you've got a political system, imperfect as mm-hmm. it is, and you, we're a two-party system, folks, you got both candidates mm-hmm. saying that the other person's lying. Where is the truth? That's right. And what degree is it? And, and who's spun something this way? Mm-hmm. And so I, I do,
2: right. I miss the truth. Yeah. And, and, and to your point and trying to keep it in the middle as Christians, what is our truth? So I'm asking you guys, what is our truth that matters as Christians? Can we handle the truth? What is our truth? As Christians. I would say
0: I would, I would start with the, the truth is Him. Yes. You know, our Lord. And we start from there. We tether to Him. Mm-hmm. You know, He's our center point. And we've got all the other spokes in our lives. But if you always say, I am going to attach something to me to mm-hmm. Him being the truth, then you're going to be able to navigate, mm-hmm. whether it's a professional, whether it's a personal issue, mm-hmm. any kind of relationship issues, driving around town, political stuff, you're going to always have that concept of the truth in the Holy Spirit himself guiding our thoughts and minds and hearts
2: mm-hmm. and helping us with those decisions. And if we are practicing that, and I know we we live on this earth and we get bogged down with it, whether we like it or not, but if we're practicing what you just said, Jason, then it doesn't matter what any politician says that we know is a lie or that we know is the truth even. It doesn't matter because when you have... Detached yourself from opinions and from things that don't matter and attached yourself to the one, mm-hmm. you're not getting bogged down with this stuff. And that's, and I'm speaking to myself here. Um, and I, it, number six, and it says love truth more than being right. I would change that to truth and love
1: over being right. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what's hard today is when you're trying to reach people in the world that your truth is offensive to them. That's difficult to reach people because what what we know to be true and what we know to be right in the world's eyes right now and in the world's view isn't. And so when you're you're trying to be a good example to people or when you, like I I think about the people that I work with on my team, the different reps that are in Florida. Mm you know, if anything religious comes up or if anything about lifestyle comes up, my views on things is such in the minority on it, where I know that it's true, but they immediately turn me off mm-hmm. because my perspective offends them. And so it's difficult where, you you know, you, you know you're not going to be the relationship with them, you're not going to be super close with them because there's always going to be that, that distance between you. Unless they start to seek the truth and they, they come to know it. But that's what I find difficult now is that the, the truth is offensive to people in the world. Yep. And, and so it's, it's tough to bring people in. And again, we touched
0: on this earlier. We feel like we have a right to be right. Well, if it's wrong... And it's not based in truth. And and make no mistake, folks, Christianity is under attack. Mm -hmm. And so we worry about some of the things happening in the political world. The day is coming sooner than later that we are gonna have to stand up for what we believe in. And we we already live in a society where what's right is wrong and what's wrong is called right. And Jesus was the master offender in the sense that we're, we're, we're talking about being unoffendable. Yeah, I know. But at some point, I, I'm done apologizing for the truth. So if someone else is gets offended mm-hmm. at me
1: being truthful <laughs> and honest. This is one of my favorite lines, what you're about to say. No, I'm just uh, You're the messenger. That's I mean, Don't be offended by me. I'm right. just the messenger. Right. I'm just doing. I, that would
0: be held <laughs> against me if I don't
2: mm-hmm. speak the truth yeah. here. You know, it's a great point, and I think that speaks to, you know, being not able to be offended. And, you know, if we're more like Jesus, if we're more like Christ, we're not going to be offended. But there's some truths that we're not willing to give in. But those truths matter. The truth on who's lying to win the presidency doesn't really, really matter. I know, and that's hard for me to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's really tough for me to say. But it, in the big scheme of things, meaning the big yeah. scheme of things, it really doesn't matter. Can we say that? Yeah. Say it right now.
1: It doesn't.
0: It doesn't matter. No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And, and there is a comfort in knowing that the truth
2: is out there. Mm-hmm. It is. A famous man once said, I want the truth another famous man once said you
1: can't handle the truth that's right yeah
2: yep what year did that movie come out
1: 97
0: I don't know a couple
2: good men wasn't that it yeah
1: a few of them yeah
2: there were a few of them okay (laughs) moving along
1: this is a big one (laughs) good job
2: good job on number six thank you you guys crushed number six it's my favorite number by the way number seven Danny Warfel overcome Self-centeredness.
1: Mm, this is hard.
2: If you're in the middle, you're not self-centered.
1: <laughs> it goes back to humility. But th- that's rare in these parts.
2: That's rare in these parts. Yeah. Humility don't go around here.
0: It's all about me. What, what did the uh, seagulls say in Finding Dory? Mine. 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 Mine.
2: <laughs> Mine. Mine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's all about me mentality, and so the the author here says every word out of every mouth, every action or inaction, all that is done or undone, all motives and intentions become a reflection on you because you are so self centered. Mm-hmm. What a huge burden <laughs> to carry. Mm-hmm. Goodness. <laughs> Let, Speak on that, brothers. Let yourself <laughs> go, folks.
1: Yeah. I think you can tell if you're self-centered or not by how, offend, how often you get offended. Yeah. You know, if things just make you crazy all the time, you, the, all you're focused on is yourself at that point. Yeah. And
0: how often during the day do you talk about yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See how many times you can catch yourself using personal pronouns, ask other people, ask questions about how they're doing. Mark, you, you made mention of someone that you know and known for a while, you know, just in terms of saying, a person's never asked me anything about me, you know? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you get over yourself when you authentically ask someone, Dude, what you, what's going on in yeah. your life? Tell me. So eliminate the personal pronouns.
1: That's right. That's something that you've talked about before and when we've talked together, when, especially when prayer comes up, you said you intentionally, for what you'll go a, a certain amount of time where when you pray, you'll never mention yourself. You never ask God for anything for you. Uh, you never talk about things that you're, you're going through personally. You intentionally focus on other people while you pray. And I've, I've actually put yes. that into my prayer life yeah. as well to say, okay, tonight when I pray, I'm asking nothing for me. Right. And just for other people. And you, and you even take it a step further to say, your prayer life will become so much better if you start doing that. Because you, you really do. Like sometimes I'll just mention people, random people in the church. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that just pop into my head. And that's so good because you're really just thinking about other folks.
2: Yeah. Do you remember the Band-Aids? Yes. That
0: was. Do you remember murders. whose Band-Aid you had? I don't.
1: What are we talking about?
0: So it was a few years back. I had a few. We had, was band-aids. it with a, with a small, small group? Groups. It was with small groups. It was, it was your early group. on yeah. in the small group. Yeah, this was you ours. That's right. It, it was. It was ours. I didn't know. Maybe you didn't do it then there, Marky. No. I don't know if every small group did. I don't know that we rotated then. So I think you were set in your group. I think this was our We just group. happened to have
2: the best leaders.
0: And, well, I don't know about that. We, we passed out, I guess, just to families, right? A, you did a box of band-aids mm-hmm. and we said pull out a band-aid and write your family name on the back of that band-aid how did we distribute them you well you passed them out i mean after hands. we wrote the names but i mean was it just a, after that then how did we get yeah. someone else's band-aid i don't remember what we did there
2: i think the other the consecutive so the next meetings we would share we, like we would trade you we give trade someone Band-Aids, your band-aid you give somebody your band-aid or if you had needed something, you'd give them your Band-Aid, right? For them to pray for you. As a reminder to keep this right. family. I got the Reed family. I still have them stuck in my Bible. Mm. Wow, that's the awesome. Docker. David and Angela Reed. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think you guys got the off-brand Band-Aids. They didn't stick real good. <laughs> and so. That's probably my fault, <laughs> if honey. If it got I wet, might. it just falls off. Mine you, just, yeah. you, just, you know what exactly. I struggle with since yeah. we're on
0: that? And and Michelle can vouch for this. So uh, we tend to go Walgreens. Tonight's sponsor, by the way, is not Walgreens. It it's is Cut Honey. Cut Honey. Um, But we tend to shop at Walgreens. we got the 20% thing. But I've got this bad problem anywhere I'm at. I'll look immediately to the generic and the off brand. Mm. And sometimes the name brand is better in some things. Mm -hmm. I think
2: Band-Aids. Band-Aids? I want to go with Band-Aid brand. Let's name the things. Okay. That I believe name Um, brand is better. Okay. Mayonnaise.
1: Okay. Mayo.
2: Mayo. Hellman's. Do we agree on that? hillman's craft right
0: dukes i will take dukes though in honor of linda and she cooked with that exclusively and it was it's a little more but there is an extra kind of rich creaminess to that so mayo i I agree something
1: controversial yeah you hate mayonnaise mayonnaise is disgusting
2: (laughs) and always mayonnaise over miracle whip oh miracle whip needs to be thrown out watch me whip that is a useless condiment yeah marky What's something Mayo that you have disgusting. to have? You will not go store brand on. I,
1: I, I don't know if I can add anything to this conversation.
2: I'll give you one. I'll give <laughs> you one too. That's exactly where I was
1: going. I do need nice toilet paper. <laughs> it, it matters. has yeah, got to be. It there, there has to be many plies. You've got to be pliable.
2: Yeah.
0: Now early on in the pandemic, I mean, we reached a point where it's like I'll take the, take the microfine yeah. sandpaper here, right. and we'll work with it, and we're grateful, Lord. The rest stop. But when the Charmin yeah. was restocked yeah. and the little bears, they're cute too, whatever brand that is. yeah,
2: So soft and nice. Um,
0: I will say yeah. this, yeah.
1: Um, um, paper towels, <laughs> much like the same. If, if I tear a paper towel off and it doesn't go right down the line, yeah. I immediately ball it up and I put it in the trash. Me too, son. Can't, and, can't do it. And the generic ones do not rip very nicely. No, they don't. Not bounty, yeah. baby. No, you it's got to go right down the line. I got another one. Okay, Peanut butter. Brett's been thinking about this so much. Jif, peanut butter. Yeah. Crunchy. We've already, t- we've already We have touched on the, the but store brand, Mark? No, I've got to go. I've got to go. you got to go name brand on the peanut butter. And
2: Skippy and Peter Pan are acceptable. It's not the same, guys. But it is different. Yeah. Off-brand peanut butter is not the same. You're
1: probably right about that.
2: <laughs> so just get over
0: yourself yeah. <laughs> and spend a little bit more oh, and buy I the name Bobby. brand.
1: Yeah.
2: And I'm working on that. A couple
1: more dollars. Yeah.
2: Yep. Be store brand to yourself, be name brand to
1: everyone else. Mm -hmm. I love it. I'll I'll go ahead and put a little plug in for what I do as a job. Um, Go ahead and buy name brand formula for your baby. I I did. Was that a thing? The store brands have no research behind them, they don't have any doctors that go through it. Yeah. It, it, it it, It is not the same thing they've broken it down you know molecule it's it's not the same thing so spend the extra two dollars i love that
2: point because when we were buying we finally you know we're done breastfeeding and we went with formula for the leathersmith and with with all the kids you know for that matter Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) this is your this is his nourishment like and when I'm you're looking at the, the aisle, child's brain. You're yep. feeding his brain. Yes. This is the only thing he's getting. He's not eating steak and potatoes That's yet. That's right. He's eating this powder. Soul source. <laughs> this powder- You got to pick
1: the best one. You got to pick the best one. No like, the one with the most science behind it.
2: Yes. Mm. Which yeah. one is that?
0: That's
2: Infamil. There it is. There you go. Follow the science, folks. <laughs> Overcome self-centeredness. Yep, it's yep. a good one. All right. Number eight. This is a good one too. Mm-hmm. Reserve judgment. Reserve judgment.
1: Don't jump to conclusions. Take a breath. I, I, I'm, I'm bad about this. Mm-hmm. And step back. Yeah. I'll jump to all kinds of conclusions without talking to anybody. And then I just play out this whole thing in my head. And it's, it just makes you mad, doesn't it? It does. You get angry over like imaginary things. Yep.
2: yep. Absolutely. <laughs> I do
1: this. Yep. I'm guilty of this one.
0: You don't know what you don't know. And if you don't know,
2: don't judge.
1: Mm. Profound.
2: It talks about letting the talk or the conversation coming to a natural end Mm -hmm. instead of rushing to judgment. Yeah. Maybe there's something to be said. You've cut the person off, and there's something to be said, and they're like, whoa,
1: whoa. You get to the end, you're like,
2: oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't offensive at all.
1: Yeah. You're actually a nice person.
2: You're actually a really great person. <laughs> and if I had reserved judgment, yeah, we wouldn't have had an awkward yeah. interaction.
1: Do you look at people sometimes and you automatically just start thinking stuff? Just yes. by the way they present themselves, kind of walk around. Well, body
2: language is a thing. It yep. is, yeah. I mean, yes.
1: Yeah, but I, sometimes I take it too far. I'll, yeah. I'll just start making stuff up.
2: Like Doug Myers may come walking up to me and look angry. Mm-hmm. That's going to scare me pretty good. Right. But then he gives me a hug or
1: something. Yeah, or he just hits you as hard as he can.
2: He, he can and do And you can't that breathe
1: too. for a minute or so. Yeah. <laughs> he could do that yeah. too. Yeah. But if I
2: reserve judgment and get that hug.
1: Yeah. Well, you got to go in first. Yeah. When he comes up to you, you, get, you just got to attack him, gotta him and, get. and, hug, and yeah, hug him. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Meet it head on. You know what? I do
0: struggle though when I find out that someone doesn't like dogs. <laughs> I will admit mm. in my mind... I take a step back. Yeah. And so there is, I, I struggle with some of that judgment. Listen to the non-dog lovers. I still love you. I just don't understand yeah. you.
1: We must do a dog podcast. Itself. We have to. And I can agree. we go back
0: to whatever that podcast was when we were talking about, I guess it was just the it was our episodes, passion. Our passion. Yeah. And we blew both, it. And again, we gave great answers, mm-hmm. but we left out. People that don't know us were unbelievable. This is Mark and myself. Buttons, I really can't speak too much for no you on this. No buttons is in with us. I'm in. But the passion we all have for our
2: dogs
1: and dogs yeah. in
0: general, yeah, it's over the moon.
2: Yeah, I mean Cooper drives me crazy right now because he's old he and blind, us? and he is. He okay. hasn't crossed the Rainbow Bridge yet.
1: Okay, but I do love dogs. Yeah, and we had some great times before he got really old. When I was younger, my parents um, they didn't want to get one, but I was obsessed with getting one, and I used to make them buy me books about them. And I literally sat down with dog encyclopedias and I memorized every breed of dog that there is. And so now when I watch dog shows, I'm, I'm so annoying to sit with because I'll just yell out every dog breed. You know it.
2: And wow. it, it,
1: it, it literally became an obsession. And I still look every day. I just left my parents' house and I said, <laughs> my mom brought up some kind of a dog. And I was like, oh yeah, they're, they're for sale on Craigslist today. I look at dogs every day on Craigslist Wow! To see dogs that are for sale. So yes, I missed out on that. I didn't mean to derail us. No, no. no. Mark's man. passionate about dogs.
0: I am too. Uh, uh, I won't go too far into the weeds with the dogs. You're getting a new pup. Maybe. Hmm. We'll see. I've heard it. We're considering. Okay. Yeah, adding
2: a, another. You know, reserving judgment. Should that be hard for us? Are we? Is it our job to? It to shouldn't judge? be. It should. Be. It should be. So this speaks to your point originally, like if if, as a Christian reserving judgment shouldn't be hard because it's been reserved for
1: us,
2: (laughs) right? And and I'm thankful for that, right? I mean, you know, and obviously this is talking more about, you know, certain maybe conversations, but ultimately judgment is reserved. And there's been plenty of days where I'm thankful for that reservation yep. of judgment, right? Thank you, Lord, for your grace. You may find there is no offense to be had by the time you get to the end. Mm. Reserve judgment. Yep. We are rocking and rolling. Are we? We're on number nine. Wow. Let's do it. Niner. Accept imperfection. No one's Perfect. No one's perfect. No one's perfect.
1: No one at this table. Oh, far from
2: it. No one in the threefold chord podcast. That's right. It's perfect. It's an imperfect podcast, folks. (laughs) Allow people to be human. They are after all. Accept their imperfection. It's one of those things where you think we
0: serve a God that knew full well, I mean, he created us perfectly and we're made in his image, but he knew full well, when I'm gonna give these kooks a choice, (laughs) they're gonna mess some things up. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he's willing to, in spite of our imperfections Mm -hmm. and our poor choices through the lens of Christ, fill in those cracks Mm -hmm. and fill us up and then, at that point, give himself, if you will, this being the father, the ability to see us in our perfected state. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful thing
1: yeah i um do you guys do you guys focus in on people's imperfections sometimes, like you can't let it go and and I'm not even talking about. <laughs> physical imperfections or maybe i am but you just sort of you, you kind of lock in on that
2: well none of us are physically imperfect so we're,
1: yeah, yeah
0: i i um i think it's a natural tendency kind of like a moth to a flame yeah it's
1: it's easy to kind of i know be this is another one too that goes back to humility in. though you yeah just, you can't i mean they kind of all tie into we're that we're so right? far from it yeah that it's You know, you just got to let this one go. Imperfections
0: tend to have a gravitational component to them. Don't let them draw you in.
2: (laughs) I think realizing that we all have flaws. So, Mm -hmm. you know, not, like you said, honing in on somebody's (laughs)
1: flaws.
2: (laughs) But realizing that I'm pretty flawed myself. Yeah, right. You know, and and it goes on to talk about, you know, part of accepting that others are imperfect is learning to forgive. Oh, yeah. And so this really hit home in the sense of, of, of a marriage relationship. Forgive mistakes, right? Forgive, but then move on. Because if you don't, then new problems may get blown out of proportion because you're still focusing on what you haven't forgiven
1: mm-hmm.
2: somebody of.
1: You know, when, I, when this rears its ugly head with me is sometimes when you're around brethren, this doesn't happen very often, and this is a touchy subject, I know, but when you hear someone using bad language that you know that someone that you respect and you look up to Mm -hmm. and, and that used to get, that used to shock me. Um, and it still does to some point, but I got to the point where I was like, you know what? No one's perfect. It's going to happen sometimes. Um, and it, it doesn't really, um, it doesn't ruin their character for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just accepting that, you know, you're not gonna say the perfect thing that's right. all the time.
0: And being honest enough to accept that, and again, this jumps right into the final point, I don't wanna steal it, but just say, when you, when you realize you say, I can accept imperfection, mm-hmm. you mean at that point you're looking in the mirror mm-hmm. first and saying, well, I'm gonna accept myself and the imperfection that I bring.
1: Yeah,
2: that's right. Um, and the imperfection that I have, yep, and and forgiving yourself. Yep. So I, you know, talked about before that, you know, kind of at night evaluating the day. You know, and if I if I'm not willing to sign off on that that contract mm-hmm. at day's end, can I forgive myself? You know, am I able to move on so that I can attack the next day and do better? So learning to forgive ourselves because we are imperfect, but also learning to forgive others and if we have you know that built in forgiveness that it's automatic that we're going to do then we're not going to be easily offended and we're we're going to be able to move on because we're going to forgive easily you know, somebody said forgiveness is the greatest gift you can give anyone so why would you want to hold on to it yep they're imperfect you're imperfect being perfect together, imperfect harmony.
1: Mm. Is that a song?
0: Is it? I don't know.
1: I don't either. Yeah, it should be. It should. Can you write it? Jason can. That's we'll work a, on that later. He's your the incredible talent. It is. Yeah, nah. Your parody writing is. He got us through COVID. With maybe maybe we could sing a
0: song, it. one of those songs, one time.
1: I would love to. Well, I would love to just have you read all of the lyrics you've written to all these mm-hmm. popular songs. We'll consider it. We yeah, it. that'd be great, gentlemen. Number ten. Number ten. Number. You know Yeah. D- uh, Diaz. De- yeah. D- Diaz.
2: Right. Yes. Diaz. You you already hit on this, right? Accept yourself. What do we think? Accept yourself. I'm broken without you, Lord. And
0: in the words of the immortal Michael Jackson, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I love that song. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, restoration <laughs> yeah. starts mm-hmm. with the house of God. Acceptance starts with myself. Mm-hmm. That's right. And when I recognize how imperfect I am, and again, when I think I can only think about with myself on this, I think, man, how many times have I given the Lord a reason to say, done with him, thunderbolt
1: Mm -hmm. right
0: now. And you go, Mm -hmm. man, over and over Mm -hmm. with a humble and contrite heart, and I come to you, Lord, through Christ. He's always been a softy, if you will, for the penitent of heart. And if he's willing to accept me Mm -hmm. for who I am, imperfect, ever striving to Mm -hmm. be better, then who am I to withhold that to someone else, else, you know,
1: against someone else?
0: Yeah even if they did wrong me
1: <clears throat> right yeah I, I think we we always have to remember that we are from god um he created us created us in this way now we can but we always have to say okay i can i can grow i can get better um you know but you none of us are perfect and when, when we accept that, but become the best version of ourselves, that's what we can do. That's right. You know, one of my favorite movies, and it's a tradition. Unlike any other.
2: Unlike any other. The, the Masters. Masters. That's happening later this year, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's
1: usually in April. Yeah. yeah. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. I didn't mean to derail you. And the putt. <laughs> he nailed it. Jim Nance. Yeah.
2: So at time, mm-hmm. our tradition is we watch the Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm. It's like one of our favorites. Oh, yeah. And at the end, to your point, Mark, when Ebenezer wakes up, and it's Michael Caine, mm-hmm. and he goes singing that song, Thankful Heart, right. as he's marching <laughs> through the streets, giving money to everybody, and he's mm-hmm. totally changed. Yeah. Ebenezer's accepted his imperfections, He's accepted himself, he's learned to grow and improve, and he's gonna begin each day with a thankful heart.
1: That's it, I love it. I love that song,
2: love that movie. All of
0: this is tied up, the concept of unoffendability begins with self-control. Yeah when you recognize and it's not wrong to have an emotion rise up in you mm-hmm. I mean we're, we're human we're made to have emotions mm-hmm. and, and that's a normal physiological response but to be able to recognize that onslaught of those feelings or emotions and have the ability to have self-control it's been said before liberty cannot be limited without self-control that's the key you've got to be willing to bring
2: it under control. Yep. That's right. You know, when I, when I think about being more than our imperfections, so God thinks we're more than our imperfections. Are we able to accept ourselves and think of ourselves in terms of being more than our imperfections? Jesus thought we were more than our imperfections, mm-hmm. so much so that he gave it all. Why don't we all, and everyone who's listening to
0: this, the seven, the seven of us,
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> challenge ourselves starting right now. Let's not run from situations that may offend us, but let's challenge ourselves that I, won't, I don't necessarily want to walk into the fire, but I'm not going to shy away from someone or something else that might offend me, and I'm going to challenge myself in Christ to be one step bigger and be unoffendable. And you want to see how you're doing Give yourself a week or two with this. Ask your spouse, how am I doing? Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's, that's the I'm measure. working on it.
1: That's They'll the tell you money. the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, this was fun. I like this one, Brett. Yeah. Thank you
0: very this is a much. Good list. This was beautiful. Let's work on our un- unoffendability. God bless everyone.
2: This is Brett. I hope you've enjoyed and been encouraged by this episode of the podcast. Just wanted to remind you that you can now stream and download these episodes on several different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor, just by searching Threefold Cord Podcast. If you subscribe to the podcast on any of these platforms, you will be notified when
1: a new episode is available for download. Have a great day, everyone.